So, okay, here with Dr. Mindy Pels, her book, Fast Like a Girl, fascinating book. I, because we've had such a long history together studying the subject of fasting and then watching yeah. you go through this transition, I am so excited that this is coming out to help the women out there in the world yeah. that need it. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I really am hoping that um, it's going to be a game changer for women's health. Um, the way we set it up is there's something for everybody in there. Um, the, you can choose your fasting length. I have two food styles in there uh, that um, are, you know, one that I call ketobiotic. That's a higher carb, higher protein version of keto. Uh, I have a hormone feasting way of eating that you can feed your hormones. That's a much higher carb. Wow. Um, I've got recipes. I have how to break your fast. I have all the troubleshooting. So it really is years of research and experience that got poured into that book. Yeah, that's amazing. And just I, I'm going to touch on something that you told me um, about a while ago, and that is um, and talking about that funny new term hormesis that you discovered that there's certain times in a cycle not to fast. Yeah. And there's certain times that you want to take a lot of carbs. Yeah, I think it's right before yeah. your cycle starts, right? Because it helps balance the estrogen and yeah. help the estrogen and insulin um, increase to not give you that depletion which causes a lot or too much or too little that can cause the problem you know what my the most fascinating thing to me about uh, applying the principles that are in the book to so many women if you're a cycling woman um, and almost every cycling woman at, or every woman who when they were cycling will tell you that the week before our periods we crave carbs mm -hmm. and the week before our period we don't, often don't feel like doing anything we want to kind of hang out on the couch and be anti-social well, if you look at the needs of progesterone, that's when progesterone's coming in. Mm -hmm. Progesterone actually will make you more insulin uh, resistant that week, so glucose can be higher. So you're craving carbs because progesterone's saying to you, hey, I need some glucose so that I can make this horn. I need to be able to come out. I need to have the right fuel to be able to do that. So if we're fasting, if we're in keto that week before, we're not going to make enough progesterone, and then every your cycle will be off. The other thing is when progesterone goes high, cortisol goes, I always say when progesterone goes shy, when cortisol goes high. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I remember it now. It's a great way to remember <laughs> it because anytime there is stress, then progesterone is going to get shy. So that week before our period, if we are overdoing anything, uh, whether it's working out, work, um, you know, just stress in life, you're going to see your cycle get thrown off. Same thing for the perimenopausal and menopausal woman, that progesterone is declining. Yeah. So you're going to be more sensitive to cortisol. You're going to have to bring in more mindfulness tools. You're going to have to understand your hormones even deeper um, because as progesterone gets lost, um, our ability to be able to handle stress really changes. Yeah. So interesting. Obviously, I've never gone through these cycles, but so you're saying even we know that you can carb load and I, you know, Read the book, get the information so that you fully understand this. But I want the listeners out there to get the idea that these tools work, yeah. for instance. So now we know that we want to carb load. And a lot of people don't even know what carbs are. Yeah. You know, I'll say, um, you know, you want to um, 
have a low carb or high carb diet. Well, I don't eat car- many carbs. I, I eat vegetables. Vegetables right. are carbs. I mean, and it's not, they are, it's right. not been taught. Yeah. You know, we don't understand what carbs are. Good carbs, bad carbs. You know, the good, healthy carbs versus the sugary carbs. Yeah. I'm really a fan of eating nature's carbs, and I think this is the the easiest way to understand nutrition, is eat what comes from the planet and is coming off the earth. So when we look at, like, the the carbs that tend to destroy us are the processed foods, and those are mostly the ones that are in the middle aisles that could at your grocery store that could stay there for years and still be supposedly fresh uh, after a while. So anything that's processed, processed, refined sugar, refined flours, that's not good at any time of your cycle. But the back half of your cycle, like that week before your period, lean into your potatoes, your sweet potatoes, your your fruit, your vegetables. Those are going to be incredible. And they're a little bit higher in glucose. They'll spike your blood sugar a little bit more. Um, and your body will do really well with them in that back half of your cycle. Whereas the front half of your cycle, estrogen doesn't want a lot of carbs. So you're going to want to stick to more of the leafy green vegetables, uh, more vegetables in general, maybe the lower sugared fruits like berries and some green apples and lean into more protein. More protein and healthy oils. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so great. So these are tools that you can start with right now, um, kind of experiment. But also you're just saying that the week before the cycle, you shouldn't be working out hard. Yeah, even you shouldn't be working out hard. I was just on a, a podcast interview with a fitness trainer the other day who said to me, I want to understand this because most of the women that I'm training are 35 and older. Mm-hmm. And so we went through the whole cycle looking at what different types of training should be put in place. Mm-hmm. But if you think about, like, if you're trying to do a Spartan race or you're trying to do, a, if you're crossfitting or you're doing something really extreme, that we week before your cycle, you are going to hormonally damage yourself. So use that week as recovery. Go to yoga, do more Pilates, go hiking. I mean, here in Santa Cruz, we have so many beautiful mountains. Go for a walk on the beach um, and use that time to rest. And then your cycle starts. Give it a couple of days. Usually it takes one to three days for, you know, that transition. And now you can power up on your bigger exercises and and really do more with your workouts, leaving that recovery time for that back half of your cycle. Thus, hormesis comes Horm- back to right, us again. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. 